This podcast may contain paid advertisements, but more on that later. Welcome to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast, where I discuss the nuts and bolts of business and leadership, with a focus on bootstrapping a business from the ground up. This podcast is for all entrepreneurs, bootstrappers, and leaders in all walks of life. My goal is to help you grow both personally and professionally. I am your host, Isaiah O'Connor. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. When you're an entrepreneur, when you have two small kids at home and you're working from home, you don't have a lot of time to sit down and read. I certainly don't. I used to, but now I don't. So now I listen to my books. Audible is my favorite place to get it. I've had them for, oh, 15 years or so. I've got well over 100 books. I really, really love them. The reason this podcast is even here is directly due to Audible because I was listening to the book 48 Days to the Work You Love, and that's the book that inspired me to start my own business, which led me eventually to this podcast. So Audible's amazing, and of course, the book 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller is an amazing book. I highly recommend it, and you can get a free copy when you use my code over at audible.com forward slash bootstrap with a capital B. You can get a 30-day free trial. And in that 30-day free trial, you get one free book that you keep forever. Two Audible Originals that you also keep forever. Plus, you get to listen to their streaming library for the entire month. Afterwards, it's only $14.95 a month. Well worth the price. And it's great because every single month you get one free book, two Audible Originals, and access to the streaming library, which includes podcasts as well. And it's just really an amazing program. The functionality of the app is amazing. You can stop, bookmark things. It's really great. Go check it out, audible.com forward slash capital B bootstrap to get your free 30-day trial. And I highly suggest 48 Days to the Work You Love because... It's really a great book to answer the question I'm about to talk about right now. And that is, is being a bootstrapper for you? And that's a good question to ask. A lot of people can get excited about the thought of owning and running their own business about being the boss. And that's a good thing. It's okay to want to be the boss. It's an okay thing to want to be an entrepreneur. Obviously, I'm running a podcast all about being a bootstrapper, about being an entrepreneur. And you want, I want people to be bootstrappers. I want people to be an entrepreneur. So that is a great thing. However, being a bootstrapper, being an entrepreneur is not for everyone. Not everyone has what it takes to be a bootstrapper. And that's also okay. If you're listening to this podcast and you're really excited about your idea and you really want to go start your own business, then that's great. But if you're listening right now and you hear what I say and I explain the pros and cons of being a bootstrapper, of being an entrepreneur, and you decide maybe the cons are not worth it, maybe it's not worth it, then this is a good time because it's better to find out that this may not be a fit now than later after you spend a lot of time, effort, and money and energy in starting something up. So. 
what are some of the I'll start with the, the cons first because the pros are usually what draws you and draw into the idea of starting up. You are excited about being the boss, about making more money, etc. So let's jump into the cons first, and then we'll go into the pros. And sorry if my voice is a little bit off today. I don't know why, but all of a sudden, my voice just went straight out when I was starting the intro today. Anyway, oh, and before I really get into this, again, I do want to thank you for listening. I do thank you for the support. I do appreciate you guys listening. I do appreciate that you find value in my content, that you find my my content helpful. And if you can, please go ahead and go to iTunes, leave a great review, five-star review, really helps the channel. Please share this to your friends. If you know people that are entrepreneurs or bootstrappers, you can go back and share this episode or go back into a past episode. If someone's starting up and needs to know how to get a website, you can go share my, my episode on building a website. If someone's struggling to figure out how they should structure the business, I have my choosing your business structure. Please go ahead and use kind of a library here of information. And perhaps I'll try to put together a quick links for this type of information on the podcast Facebook page for people to go look at. Anyway, thank you so much. Now, what are some of the cons of being a bootstrapper, being an entrepreneur? Well, first and foremost, it's it can be very difficult in, initially with the finances. And depending on how you finance it, and being a bootstrapper, we're focused on self-financing from friends and family, from credit cards or whatever other use you do, but it's mainly starting from the ground. I mean, I started with just a few bucks from our own private account that we had from my job and my wife's job. I think it cost us a grand total of about 80, 100 bucks total to get started. Not much. Doesn't take a lot. But when you start up, realistically, you can't expect to be making money and turning a profit in the first day, week, or even year. Odds are it'll take you a good five years to really get steam and really making it, earning a living from it, if not longer. Depending, of course, in the industry and what you're doing, the type of work you're doing, all this good stuff. There's a lot of factors that play into it, but you're not going to make a lot of money and you're not likely to be able to support a family off of your income as an entrepreneur when you're first starting up. So that's a first thing that's negative. Second thing tied into that is you don't know when the money's coming in. When you become an entrepreneur, you basically put yourself on 100% paid commission. So you only make money when you make a sell, period. There's no hourly pay. There's no salary. There's no startup period where you get pay until you get into sales and then make a commission. None of that. You are now 100% on commission, responsible for 100% of your income. And this can be a good thing. Don't get me wrong. It's just one of those things that can be scary and rough when you start up because you don't know 
how much money you're going to make, how many sales you're going to make. It's hard to project that, especially starting up. After the first year or so, you start getting an idea of sales productions and kind of get an idea of what you're going to do. But until then, it's scary. And then there's all the administrative work. Now, in general, most people who are entrepreneurs don't usually have the administrative side as a strength, in general. Now, I don't have research to back that up. This is just personal experience. Most people who are start their own business don't generally have a degree in accounting and know how to run all the administrative details. Now, there are people that do, and I've seen them, and some people love that part of the work, and they understand it very, very well. Great. Good. But most of the time, someone comes up with a great widget or gadget that they're going to sell or a new software product they're going to sell or they're going to start a lawn mowing service or they're going to start a balloon entertainment service like I did. They're going to sell roses online. They're going to do something else that is not heavily centered on the administrative part, and that's your main thing you do. So being an administrator is not usually one of the biggest strengths of an entrepreneur. And the administration part gets hard. When you have a job, you go to a job. You don't have to worry about payroll. You don't have to worry about taxes. You don't have to worry about overhead. You don't have to worry about planning everything, paying all the employees, paying the lights, paying the electricity, all these little details, all this administrative work, all these extra costs, you don't worry about. You go to work, you do your job, you go home, you get a paycheck. End of story. Pretty simple. So that can be a problem. It's often one of the hard things to struggle through where you don't understand how to do the accounting. You don't understand the proper way to order in advance, order enough materials, all this stuff. It's really a handful to do, and you are now responsible for everything. You're responsible for doing your taxes at the end of the year. You're responsible for keeping good records. You're responsible for everything. And that, again, can be rough and can be a con. Again, none of these things can't be over, are things that cannot be overcome if you're willing to do so. But they're harder. Being an entrepreneur is anything but easy. So this, it's harder. Being an entrepreneur is much, much harder than working at a nine-to-five job because you're now responsible for everything. Another thing, nine-to-five, <laughs> nine-to-what? Nine? It might be three, four in the morning. Sometimes someone's crazy enough to call you, send you a message. You probably shouldn't answer that unless it's a real emergency with a client that you need to help for some odd reason. But, yeah, you your work, your work schedule can go crazy. You're going to likely go from working a 40-hour week to a 60 to an 80-hour week. You will be working your tail off. Free time? Hey, what's that? What's free time? You won't know what free time is. You're going to get up, work all day, go to bed exhausted. That's very, very common. And if you're going to be successful, oftentimes you have to do that. Some people don't. Sometimes you don't work as much as you can in the business because of other things. Yeah, you can balance it out a bit, but you do work a lot. It's a lot more imperative that you do work. And another thing is, if you don't work, you don't eat. I.e., you are responsible for your schedule, but 
if you don't put in the hours, you're not going to make enough money to pay the bills. You have to put in the hours to make the money to pay the bills. Same as a job, but at a job, you go 9 to 5, 40 hours, you're done, you get a paycheck, you don't have to sweat about it. When you're working your own business, same thing. You can work 40 hours, and you might not still make enough, initially at least. Again, I'll get to the positives yet. But you know what I mean. Even at a 9-to-5 job, if you're sick at a 9-to-5 job, you can go home. A lot of places will pay you sick pay. No sick pay. You want to take a vacation as an entrepreneur? Great. Save up money and then take a vacation. Well, how do you replace yourself when you're on vacation? Well, you may not be able to do that, so you may not get a vacation. That's what I mean. You have to work a lot more and a lot harder as an entrepreneur than not being one. You Not being one, you just go and you go to work. You work your set hours, you go home, and you're done. And as an entrepreneur, it's a lot harder to have a work and life separation. You go to work, you leave work, and you can leave work behind. Nine times out of ten, yeah, you have bad days. Sometimes you have to take home with you, work home with you. Sometimes you fight with the boss or a coworker, and it's a bummer of a day. I get that. Been there more times than I can care to talk about. But by and large, you can go home, and you don't have to think about working. You just go home. Be an entrepreneur. Work follows you everywhere you go. It's like the advent of cell phones. Cell phones are nothing more than an electronic leash. You're now hooked to the telephone. And entrepreneur, odds are you'll become even more leashed to your telephone. You're on on the job all the time. It's a lot of work. So that can be a hard thing. Another thing is a lot of times your family and friends will think that you don't have a job. One of the biggest things that I've heard personally and I've heard from a lot of people is, when are you getting a job? Well, I have a job. No, no, but when are you going to get a real job? Oh, he's not working right now. No, I own a company. Well, no, he's not working right now because I haven't made a lot of money. Oh, well, you're still not having a job. It's like, no, it is a job. It's not a nine-to-five job. It's not a go-to-work-and-show-up job, but I am working. I am gainfully employed. I'm working for myself, but it's really hard for friends and family to understand this often, and this can cause conflict with your within your family. Also harder. And your money situation may become worse. It can really be hard financially to be an entrepreneur. Really, really hard. And again, this is something that, depending on the way you do it, can be mitigated, but it can be hard as well. But again, these are things you need to take into consideration when you start. So you also take a huge financial risk, especially if you sink a lot of money into equipment and advertising and websites and everything else. If it doesn't work out, you may lose a lot of money. All the risk is now on you. All your business risk is on you. You take a job, your only risk is you lose your job. Your job goes bankrupt or you get fired or something else happens. Yeah, there's always a risk, but it's not the same risk. And it's not all on you. If you get fired or if you go if the company you're working for goes bankrupt, odds are you have unemployment insurance. You can go gather, get unemployment to help you go until you can get another job. Doesn't work that way when you're an entrepreneur. It's all on you. Especially if you're 
a sole proprietorship, then everything falls on you. You're responsible for everything. But again, these can be mitigated by the way you start up, how quickly you start up, if you build it up slowly or not. A lot of these things can be mitigated. So these are just some of the dangers of being an entrepreneur, some of the cons. Let's flip that around now. The pros. You're not tied down to a single schedule. You have a lot more freedom. You can work around your schedule. You can figure out a way to do what you do and still have a life to some degree. Yeah, it, initially maybe not. But as you build up, as you get your green ground, as you gain steam, as you gain experience, you can start to work things around. You can do things like if you have a kid's uh, baseball game or sports event that you want to go watch your kid, you can set it up so you can go watch your kid and then maybe work an extra couple hours at night after the kids go to bed where you can't do that nine to five job. You can't just go along and go and work later. Some jobs, yeah, maybe, but by and large, you can't. Also, depending on what you're doing as an entrepreneur, if you do content creation, for example, you can blitz and work 80, 100 hours in a week for three or four weeks, build up a content library, set it up to post and take out an entire vacation and walk away and not have to worry about analytics or anything else going bad because... You can record in advance. I'm going to be doing that actually next week. The kids are going to be home. And I'm going to record two more podcasts and have them uploaded for next week. While I take a, a winter vacation with my kids. But you guys are not going to miss anything because I can pre-record. I'm set. So there's ways to take that 80 hours and still fit a life in there. You're in control of your time. You can work less if you want. You can work more. And your success depends completely on you. So if you can take a break, you can. You can choose to put your family first for a little while while you do this. So you do have more flexibility. You're the boss. You work when you say you work. So there's that. When it comes to the to the, the accounting and all the business in, all that business stuff that you have to do, you, you can learn how to do that. It's tough. It's not everyone's favorite thing to do all the accounting, to do all the day-to-day -day business stuff, writing the forms, tracking receipts, doing all the advertising, marketing, all that stuff. It's no fun, but you can learn to do it. And the wonderful thing about that is as you get bigger and as you gain income and money starts flowing in, you can then hire people to do this administrative stuff so that you don't have to worry about it. And administrators are great because you can have a lot of places to do that. You can even get uh, virtual assistants, which is something I'm going to be looking at into a later podcast where you have somebody help you do the administrative stuff, but they're do it online and you only pay them a little bit because they're not an actual employee. They're not this huge thing. So it's really nice to have a virtual assistant. You can basically hire your administrative task away. You still need to have oversight over it, but it's easy to deal with. Then there's the money. Initially, yeah, it's scary with money. Man, I tell you, it's been scary. It's been scary seven years I've been in business now. 
especially the last couple of years has just been rough. COVID's pretty much killed my main business. Okay, well, that's life. But the thing is, once you get going, you make more money than if you're not in business. See, here's the flip side. It's riskier to be in business, but as I've talked about before, there's the risk-reward paradigm, which is the greater the risk, the greater the expected reward. Sure, a 9-to-5 job, you get a steady paycheck, but that steady paycheck might increase a few pennies every year. Maybe if you get a promotion, it might go up a dollar or so an hour or something. You're not going to make a lot of money. You're not going to really get a huge amount of financial freedom often from just working a 9-to-5 job. Now, it's possible. It's very possible to do it, but you have to be very disciplined. heard of a guy who was a valet. All he did was park cars all day, but he put all his kids through college, and he retired a millionaire because he saved and invested every penny he could and lived on a very tight budget. He did it, but it was hard. But props to that guy. Valet. Just living off of tips and working his butt off. I'm making a lot of money his whole life, but saved up, paid, sent all those kids to college and got a nice retirement. You can do it, but it's a lot harder. And that's the other risk of a nine to five job is not making a lot of money. Flip side is when you're in business for yourself, if you can do it and push through and develop good, uh, Procedures, develop things over time, steadily over time, build on it, build on it, build on it over time. You will become successful. And when you do hit that key point, you'll be making a lot more money. As Dave Ramsey says, and he says this about money and savings, but I think it applies to entrepreneurship. And Dave Ramsey says this, live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. When you're being an entrepreneur, you're living differently. You're not living like everyone else. It's going to be harder. It's going to cost money initially. It's going to be scary. But later on, when you're successful and you've gained financial freedom and you're hopefully hiring people and providing for other people, providing value for everyone else, as I keep talking about, then you can take that and you will be much better off than if you were just working a 9-to-5 job. Matter of fact, if I remember correctly, and I might be a little bit off on this, about 80% of the first generation wealthy in America, according to the millionaire next door, were small business owners who started from the ground up with nothing. Something like 80% are small business owners that started from nothing and built their own business up. So there is the pro to that. Yeah, it's scary. You take a risk, but bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And as you build up, you hire people, you can take more time off. So basically all the, the risks and all the negatives can be offset by the rewards, which is why a lot of people want to do it. Oh, and one thing is when you're you trade one boss for many. When I'm an entrepreneur and I run my balloon business, I don't have a boss. I'm the boss, but all my clients become my boss. I have lots of bosses. I have a lot of people I have to deal with. So, yeah, I'm the boss. I see what happens in my company, but I have to keep my clients, and it's a different type of, quote-unquote, boss. 
So yeah, you still have a boss, but you're now responsible to all the clients. Whereas say you're working a nine to five job, all you have to do is make the widget eight hours a day and go home. That's it. You don't have to worry about customers and all this stuff. So there's that. But on the flip side, you do have the freedom. You do make the rules. You do what you want in the business for better or for worse, hopefully for better. So it does provide a lot of freedom in that sense. And so I guess the upshot is when you're looking at becoming a bootstrapper, becoming an entrepreneur, then you can look at it and go, hey, it, it's really hard. It's really scary. And a lot of people can't make it through those hard, scary times because it takes a while. It can take five years plus. It can take a long time. It's not get rich quick. But the rewards are building my building your wealth up, finding your fortune, whatever you want to say. But it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time. But the rewards are worth it. But you may not be a person that can wait for that. You might have a family with small kids. You got to feed the family. You can't do it right now. So you got to think about that. Of course, there is always the third option, which I always say, like to go towards the middle, which is if you want to be an entrepreneur, start up slowly. Start selling a couple of things on the side. Start recording a podcast on a weekend. Start developing your product and selling it to a couple of friends and family. Build it slowly. Have your 9-to-5 job as you build up. And then when your side job makes more than your main job, then you can kick your main job to the side and take over your side job as your main job. That's the best way to do it because then that allows you to be that entrepreneur and it mitigates the negatives of being a startup. Anyway, y'all have a great day. I will talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, I'll actually have a couple of interviews for you guys next week. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. If you found value in this content, please leave a comment and give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform you use. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. If you would like to support us, you can check out our sponsor links, or if you would like to directly support the show, you can donate or join our membership program at buymeacoffee.com forward slash bootstrap. Of course, it really helps when you share these podcasts as well. If you would like to interact with me and other bootstrappers and leaders, you can join our O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast Facebook group. You have been listening to the O'Connor Bootstrap Podcast and Athos Business Solutions Podcast. For our companion podcast, the Athos Business Podcast, hosted by Jason St. Clair, past episodes, and related blogs, check out our website at www.athos.com, which is www.athoz.com or atheoz.com. Until next time, I've been your friendly neighborhood entrepreneur, Isaiah O'Connor.